0: On this week's episode, we welcome Dr. Ben Carson. What do you, as a man of faith, and who believe in this country, take from the recent midterms?
1: Well, I think what we can see is that there are a lot of opinions. We're a diverse society, and the my way or the highway philosophy doesn't really work very well in a diverse society, and we really need to start seeing if there's a way that we can work together. And I think that begins with discussion. What we really have are people who get into their respective corners and throw hand grenades at each other, and uh, it's very difficult to solve problems when you take that particular type of attitude. I think, you know, if we really sat down and discussed things, we would find that we weren't really that far apart. And that the things that separate us are things that can we've worked on in a way that can bring some satisfaction to both sides, uh, unless we realize that our nation is at jeopardy. Well,
0: let me talk about a hand grenade that you speak of that was tossed um, during and after the elections. Let me read a quote from former President Donald Trump. when asked how much credit or blame? he should get for the election results. And this is what he had to say. I think if they win, I should get all of the credit. And if they lose, I should not be blamed at all. And Dr. Carson, he was not joking. He was serious. Well, I think we have a tendency to put too much
1: attention, give too much attention to individuals. You know, our country is not about individuals. It's about we, the people. It's about the policies that provide direction for our nation, and I think we need to defocus on people. Uh, it's it's just completely not about people.
0: You know, um, I'm sure that you're joining us from your Florida home, where your governor. Uh, Ron DeSantis just trounced. In fact, that is the story for the GOP in this midterm election. Miami-Dade County, um, all across Florida, uh, Rubio uh, and the Republicans won just about everywhere. Um, Dr. Carson, but let me let me let me put in perspective DeSantis for our viewing audience because many people. Um, want to criticize him. Uh, I mean, he showed incredible leadership during the pandemic, the mass COVID, opening schools, shutting down his economy. He refused to give in to what the White House was pushing. And as a result, Florida ranks first in the US, United States for attracting and developing a skilled workforce. Florida ranks first Overall, Dr. Carson, and something that you really believe in, in education attainment, jobs, skilled jobs, migration in 2020, competitive effect, and skilled job openings. Ron DeSantis earned the respect of why he won by landslide and also impacted every other candidate that was running also. Uh, And it absolutely sets him up unofficially as a serious presidential contender. Your thoughts?
1: Well, there's a reason that so many of the states have Republican governors and have conservatives uh, as their leaders because conservative principles focus on individual rights. And how do we per- place, have a, a, an environment that honors our founding documents? You know, Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, you know, Governor DeSantis obviously uh, honors those things, as you pointed out, and several of the other conservative governor governors around the country do. Others have a tendency to want the government to be involved in every aspect of your life. The government should be involved in keeping you safe and in providing a, an, an opportunity where your talents can flourish. And that's what you've seen in Florida, and that's why it's so attractive. That's why a thousand people are moving here every single day. And I think as more people see that, um, obviously more will want to come. And I think at Miami Dade County, that's very telling. You know, the vast majority of people there are of Hispanic origin. And yet, for the first time in 20 years, a conservative was able to carry those regions. Think about that. And it's really more about the principles that are involved and, and what you're allowing people to do than trying to control every aspect of their lives. That's what Americans are trying to get away from. And I don't care whether they're, whether they're Democrats or Republicans, they would love to be able to lead the life that they want to leave. And, and this is what we need to continue to work toward.
0: But unfortunately, it's not just the Democrats that malign, DeSantis and that leadership. In fact, former President Donald Trump, right after the election, called him sanctimonious and that he had dirt on him and he know things that he could share with the public. And Marjorie Taylor Green threatening, don't you think about running for president. What is going on in our party, we should uphold this kind of leadership and celebrate the ideas that you embrace through the Americans Collaborative. What is, is it jealousy? Is it petty or we just cannot see the bigger picture?
1: Well, I think we should encourage people to talk about what they believe in, what their policies are and not talk about each other because that's so irrelevant when it comes to what makes our country great and what provides the opportunities for people. And we just shouldn't be drawn into it.
0: Your home is Michigan. You have strong roots in Michigan. The governor there won again, despite what others said the outcome would probably be. Was that an acknowledgement that the abortion issue still matters? You, one of the former um, leading neurosurgeons and physicians in the world have built a reputation, a phenomenal one, in the field of medicine. Are voters saying, yes, while we care about crime, we care about inflation, but women also care about abortion. How should we uh, process what voters said in Michigan?
1: Well, We should recognize what I said earlier on. We're a diverse society. We have people with lots of different opinions. We have a system that allows those opinions to be expressed. You're not going to be the same in every region and that's okay and we should learn from each uh region and uh let's learn from them and take the good things and apply them widely and take the bad things and remove them as much so as we can
0: you know your good friend Mehmet Oz who you endorse lost to Fetterman who's still recovering from a stroke. What, I, I, but I would tell you this, Mehmet Oz uh, set an example of what took place 20 and 30 years ago. In defeat, he was so gracious. He called Fetterman, he thanked him, he said, let's unify around our senator and let's come together as a nation. What do you learn from that Pennsylvania race? Uh,
1: there are people who have various priorities. And for some of them, the priority might be uh, someone who's very logical uh, and has a lot of common sense. And for some of them, the priority may be someone who advocates for abortion. And uh, you know that's why we have the system that we have, and that's why it should be uh, handled at the level of the people and their representatives and not by a bunch of unelected judicial officials.
0: Do you think the time has come that our former president, Donald Trump, who still has tremendous support in this country because of what he did for the economy, but yet um, he's lost uh, much of that support in the midterm elections, a lot of his candidates did not win, uh, because um, it's just that people want to move beyond that elections are stolen, they want to move beyond the strife and the divisiveness, and they want to move beyond the toxicity. They want to move beyond that. Do you think the time has come for our former president to play the role of kingmaker, uh, play the role of elder statesman, and get behind this younger generation of GOP candidates that many people think are the future? Well,
1: I'd love to see him uh emphasize the importance of transparent elections. You know, we have a lot of confusion even going on right now, uh, post-midterm elections. Why is it that some states like Florida can count the votes, including the early votes, including the mail-in votes, and have those results for us within a day or so, and others have to take weeks? Why is that? And and why is it that, you know, when you take such a long time, the results tend to change? You know, those are not things that foster confidence in the system. And uh, I think that there have been a lot of issues, particularly since 2000 with the hanging chance. There has not been a, a presidential election that has not been contested by the other side since that time. If we can put a man on the moon, certainly we can come up with a system that is transparent and open uh, that people have faith in. And the only reason we don't do it, obviously is because people have nefarious motives.
0: But has the time come for our former president to become an elder statesman and usher in the new generation?
1: Well, I think he will determine what the time is for him uh, he's, he's a very intelligent man. He will look at the facts. And we have a system uh, that permits people to get in or to get out and to play the roles that they wanna play. And I think that's what will happen. That will be a decision that's up to him.
0: And finally, Dr. Carson, remind us still, despite all the conflict and the chaos and the divide, what remains great about our nation. Well, we still
1: have a free nation. Uh, there have been challenges you know, to speech and beliefs, but that's why we have elections. That's why we have opportunities for people to make corrections. And as long as those opportunities remain, uh, this will remain a great country. There are those who have tried to denigrate our nation and say what a horrible place it is and how it treats minorities. If that were the case, Why would all these people be trying to come through our open southern border? Uh, And when they got here, wouldn't they be calling all their friends and relatives and saying, don't come here, it's a horrible place? Obviously, that's not happening. Obviously, we still have a great country. We still have a lot of work to do. We have to learn from things and move forward together. And one of the things that made this into a great nation is we, early on, we had all these small communities, 20 families, 50 or 100 families, 50 or 100 miles away from any other community. They not only survived, but they thrived because they cared about each other. They had different skills, different talents, different beliefs, but they worked together. It is a tremendous model
0: for success. You know, at the beginning of the presidential, uh, at, the, at the midterm election season, Beta O'Rourke was hailed as someone that was going to defeat Governor Greg Abbott he was touted. And all of a sudden, in the last few weeks of the campaign, you rarely heard anything about Beto O'Rourke. But he lost again, like Stacey Abrams. They lost again. Uh, And um, Abbott is certainly not some um, right-wing zealot, if you look at his record. But still, as you said, through your eloquence in this conversation, voters in the states can decide best what works for them.
1: That is the key. And the other key is the media. As you know, the press is the only business protected by the constitution. Why is that? It's because they are supposed to disseminate unbiased information to the people so that the people can make appropriate choices as to the direction they wanna go. But when the press puts its thumb on the scale, it distorts the whole system. And I appealed to particularly young journalists to get back on the right track here. And, you know, don't be there as an advocate for one side or another, but as an advocate for the truth.
0: Dr. Carson, you know, much respect. You know, you're my brother, my hero. Uh, I appreciate your being um, candid. And I also respect your loyalty to the former president. You are truly a friend no matter what the season may be, you are, and you are his friend and he is your friend. I have to respect that, but I think many Americans have decided in this midterm election that it's time for former President Trump to move on.
1: Let me just add that my loyalty is to God and to the American people, but I don't throw people under the bus. Thank you for listening to this week's episode.